0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 453, Emma's IELTS 8s and Task 1 Terrors. Today, you'll learn valuable IELTS exam lessons from Emma's experience, how she got eights on speaking and reading, a 7.5 in listening, and why a task one map caused a six in writing. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDIC. Good afternoon, IELTS Energy listeners. Um, we get to talk to a very special Three Keys student today from a very interesting place. <laughs> That's the thing that immediately comes to mind when I think about you, Emma, is where you're from. Because I've never uh, met anyone who lives where you do. So, okay, Emma, where do you live?
1: Well, I live in Lifu in New Caledonia. That's a small island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And where I live is a very, very, very small island, like completely remote.
0: So one of the reasons why, or maybe the principal reason why you're taking IELTS is to hopefully get off that island at some point, right? (laughs) Yeah, it might sound weird (laughs) because it looks like paradise here, but... It does.
1: (laughs) at some point you yeah. just get bored. I mean, it's been 7 years I'm living here,
0: so. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, well, it, there's there's such a thing as like too much of a good thing, right? It's like if I eat dessert every day, it's not going to be as awesome. I won't look forward to it. It won't like I won't experience it as as um uh completely as if I just have it like once a week or something. So, you know, you live in like, you, what, it looks like paradise, really. Yeah, it does. Like, it's pristine beaches
1: with crystal blue, crystal clear water and white sand and, yeah, coconut trees. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that sounds like, uh, it sounds like a good holiday place. Um, <laughs> okay. So, of course, we, we aren't here to talk about New Caledonia. We are here to talk about IELTS. Um, Emma, so you took the test about a month ago, right? Yeah, right. Okay. And what were your scores?
1: Well, I got a six on writing, which is the bad side of it. But then I got a 7.5 in listening and 8 on speaking
0: and on uh reading. Oh, wow. That's amazing. But you need at least a 7 in writing to, to accomplish your goals, right? Exactly. Okay. So, have you taken IELTS previously to this? No, that was the first time. Okay, yeah. awesome. And... We did, um, we did meet on Skype and practice for the speaking and writing. So let's talk about the speaking first. Um, what sort of strategies or advice, what do you think helped you get that eight on speaking?
1: Uh, I think the confidence you, you give us is really, really important because then you, you lessen the stress and It can be more natural when you're face-to-face with the examiner. I think that helps a lot, the confidence to give us.
0: I think um, experiencing that mock exam with me is uh, really crucial to preparing before you face the examiner because then you know exactly what is going to be said, especially if it's your first exam and you've never sat in that chair before, right? (laughs) Right. like it could be really off-putting if you're like, why is she saying that? Because some of the instructions are weird, you know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like in speaking part two, the examiner gives you the instructions and then says, do you understand? And I feel like that's sort of condescending to some people mm-hmm. because some students are like... It- of course I do. Like I'm not dumb, but that's just what we have to say. Um, okay. So you got an eight on speaking. That's amazing. Besides the confidence, do you feel like um, you were able to use like vocab or organization or anything that really helped you on, on the exam day? Yeah, of course.
1: And uh, even if I was like thinking over, about it over and over after taking the test because I was like, oh, I haven't uh, used in, enough thinking words and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it went well, so awesome. yeah, I th- yeah, the vocab you gave okay. us is really important too, And um, but yeah, I really think the confidence, because when I talked to you, it was kind of natural because we are about the same age and yeah. the examiner was like 60 year old and so oh, I was gosh. like thinking, okay, let's think it's Jessica in front of me and talk to her. <laughs> <same thing. laughs> because otherwise, so funny. if if I haven't had the mock exam with you, I will probably have gone in a more, I, mean, I don't know, like uh, not using slang or thing like that. You know, right. for the first part, um, I was like, okay, just use it, no matter what. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no matter totally, the, and. Like, depending on your culture as well, um, if you're faced with uh, a more elderly, not that 60 is elderly, but if you're faced with like an older person than yourself, mm-hmm. you might revert to a more formal exactly. slash respectful, right, yeah. type way of speaking. Not choosing, that oh my gosh, <laughs> things like that. Um, yeah. Okay, just do it. <laughs> Totally. But oh, that's fantastic. Okay, cool. That's a really good point, though. Um, okay. And then reading was also an 8. How did you do that? Well, just focusing on it. Like
1: just like you say, just do it. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> focusing is really were there, important.
0: And were there any strategies that helped you to focus?
1: Yeah, you know, all the... Um, uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> the um, uh, the paraphrasing and all the so the words like that that are really important. Just look at them uh-huh. and the order of the questions and just yeah. no stress, calm down, one by one, and that's it.
0: And yeah, to, good.
1: Don't I think, don't waste I mean, time. Yeah, if you don't find the answer, go to the next one, and then. Come back to it if you, uh, if you have time.
0: Yeah. Good. Yeah. So guys, if you're preparing for IELTS out there, um, I mean, which you are because you're listening to this <laughs> podcast. Um, this is, this is the crux of the reading matter, if you will. Um, it is all about timing and experiencing the, the strategies required for each question type and practicing those. Cause of course, you don't approach matching headings the same way you approach multiple choice, Hmm. right? Like, Every specific question has unique requirements if you're going to save time and if you're going to find the answer quickly. So you do have to study these strategies. There's no way a student can rock up to the reading test just with doing any old test prep class and be ready. You know, like how is that person going to understand yes, no, not given? Those are weird. <laughs> Those are weird questions. Oh, <laughs> uh, OK. Yeah, awesome. and
1: scanning is really important, too. Like not reading yes. everything.
0: Perhaps the most important Probably. skill, Probably. I think. Yeah, totally. Because scanning um, is enough to understand the text and
1: then, and then to find the answers.
0: Yeah, totally. So guys, in the blog post for this episode, just search Emma, E-M-M-A, and I will link to other episodes and blog posts about skimming and scanning so you can get a feel for what these strategies look like on exam day. Um, but of course, if you want the complete system of strategies and a mock exam with me, then you can go to <laughs> allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Um, okay, and then the Listening, so Listening 7.5. What sort of resources did you use to, like, gain that listening comprehension confidence?
1: I think I many really interesting uh, features, such as, uh, well, your podcast first. <laughs> <laughs> the I awesome. energy podcast, like, is awesome, and I love it. It's how I discovered Great. you actually. So
0: awesome. Yeah. It's full of energy as its name says it. So (laughs) (laughs) we try. It was funny. I just recorded an episode with a neighbor of mine yesterday. Um, to do, like, a mock exam with a native speaker just to, like, show you guys, show our audience how a native speaker would do well and not so well on the exam. And it was cool because, I mean, we're friends otherwise. And after we finished recording, she was like, what? So that's what you do. She <laughs> like, it was really, it was really, like, eye-opening for her. It was cool. Um, okay. So listening preparation. I mean, o- obviously – podcasts about IELTS made for students like ours that's crucial for strategies and skills but what about just understanding native speakers do you have any sort of advice or recommendations for how to practice that Hello, awesome and incredible IELTS candidates. If you are just starting to prepare for your IELTS exam, get into the Three Keys IELTS course now. We have everything you need from study plans to practice tests. Come on over to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S.
1: Well, I really love the TED Talks. TED, like they are really interesting conferences and can be short or long depending on the subject. And the subjects are so various, so numerous. So, like, there are many fold subjects. So, you will always find something interesting. And it's really good to listen to them as well as being interesting.
0: yeah no they're great practice especially for listening section four right where there's like one person talking the whole time you really need to practice keeping track of that because it's really easy to lose focus if only you if you're only hearing one voice and they're talking about something maybe boring <laughs> it's like you just, you just kind of wander. So it's really important to practice that. There's also a podcast uh, called the TED Radio Hour, um, which I highly recommend. I'll put the title in the blog post for this episode, guys. Um, okay. And let's get to the writing. So, Let's think about your experience on test day. W- what do you think happened? Was it like, a, like an odd question? Or wh- how did that, what affected that six? Uh, timing, timing, timing.
1: <laughs> no, oh, uh, geez. The t- test one was comparing two maps. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really boring. That's tough. Um, I think I didn't do it the right way. So at the end, I realized it was too long. But then it's too late. So once it's it's too long, it's too long. And there's no way to cut it really.
0: So what do you, so you mean you wrote too many words? Yes, I did. Did it take you longer than 20 minutes? No. So guys, with with task one, if you're describing maps, um, as long as you don't repeat yourself, more words doesn't necessarily hurt your score. The reason why we recommend limiting to 180 for task one is that m- Well, you usually can't write more than that in 20 minutes, but secondly, we end up putting information in there that is not necessary, that is not key information. So guys, if you're putting stuff in your in your task one essay that is not important, right? Like numbers we don't care about or map details that are not important. If we're including that stuff, that is gonna directly affect the task score. So in order to get a seven or higher for task achievement, for task one, you must only have the most important information in your essay. Any any more than that, any less than that brings down your score. So, I mean, you're right. That might have been what affected that task one score. And plus maps. Maps are odd. Um, <laughs> what, were, what were the maps of? It was the ground floor of a museum and the
1: changes that happened uh, to it between 2005 and 2017.
0: Okay. So, so guys
1: changes. Yeah.
0: So, like, the sentence structure there is, like, static, right? Because we're comparing. We're using a lot of phrases, like, in contrast to this and on the contrary, because we're comparing. Um, and besides that, the vocabulary you need, it's all about interesting ways to describe locations, right? That's the key for maps. So in the upper Northwest quadrant, we can see da-da-da-da. So it's like these, that's the vocab you need for for maps. Do you feel like you were maybe missing that location vocab? Uh, The
1: other thing was that there was no indication about North-South, so I couldn't really use it because I didn't want to assume that North was at the top, bottom of the of the sheet. So yeah, and it's odd to say the top right corner when you talk about the ground floor. Um, well,
0: <laughs> it was okay. Just not- no, those are. Those are two really good points. In fact, guys, any map, any layout, any blueprint you see, you can assume that it's laid out in a in a north south manner because that's that's just that's a given. I think we only put the compass, like the what do you call it, the compass rose Mm -hmm. or whatever, the north south east west. We only have to put that on um like geographical maps really. Otherwise, we just it's a given. So in fact, Emma, you you could you could use those phrases um and other than that also saying top right corner that that would also be appropriate to alternate between those phrases would be even better because then you're paraphrasing but it's all appropriate
1: okay so this is what i missed <laughs>
0: Well, it's good to know, right? In case you get another map, you probably will not get a map. Like now that you figured it out, you're not going <laughs> to get another one. <laughs> okay. And the way um, you organize
1: things too, like I was like just um, saying what was in 2005 and then comparing the changes that happened. And I should probably have split it in two and say, okay, what happened to the left side and then what happened to the right side or something more interesting.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. As far as... Organizing your description, I think it's useful to, you have two options, really. You can, if there's an entrance, you start at the entrance, right? You, you, you organize it as if you are walking through the room. You can do that. Um, I think that's a logical sort of, um, it makes sense, you know, like it makes okay. sense to the reader if you organize it like that. Or you could just start north and go clockwise. Cause that's all, that's also organized. You just have to choose a method. <laughs> And stick to that. Um, Okay. So, what about task two? What was your experience like there?
1: Uh, Task two was uh, about uh, if education had to be mandatory from four-year-old or something.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, okay. So, So, the
1: subject was not so odd. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Not so difficult. I think I i thought it was quite okay maybe too mm-hmm. short i don't know because as i struggled for the task when i i i was lacking time for task two as well it makes oh, sense yeah, a little bit just a little bit but yeah time just flies when you're on writing task <laughs> it's awesome it's like, it wow. does where
0: has it gone yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you did you sit down and practice the timing a lot before test day? Not not enough. Okay. Well, Emma, I think we've, I think we've sort of discovered some keys here. Um, that, that will improve your score. <laughs> so first of all, I mean, we should prepare for maps even if it's unlikely. Um, so the location phrases, the, um, the structures to compare, those are really the two things we need most for maps. And other than that, for task two, I mean, just the timing, it's, you know, minutes are crucial. If you think about it, if you have five extra minutes, even three extra minutes to proofread, you might be able to catch some stuff, enough words that would actually raise that vocab score just in those three minutes. You know? So I think, I mean, you said it right away when we started talking about writing that timing is key because obviously, I mean, you got an eight in reading, an eight in speaking. You have an amazing level of English, so now we just need to sort of, like, focus that within the test requirements. Yeah, exactly. Timing is crucial, as you say, really, especially in writing, probably. Yeah, Mm. for sure. Well, reading and writing. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, like, it's all about timing. Um, Okay, so, Emma, do you have plans to take the test again? Yeah, in three weeks. In three so it weeks. Could okay. be the 9th of September. Okay, so guys, I'm gonna sort of make some recommendations here. Um, if you have found yourself in a in the same place as Emma, I'm sure this is common, right? It's so frustrating. We get emails from listeners like this where they get more than enough in three categories. There's just one category that they need to improve. So guys. Your goal, you, you can't let the other categories drop, right, Emma? So as far as the listening, speaking, reading goes, I would just do the reviews and keep up with two practice tests a week just to, just to maintain. Cause we don't want to drop, but you're like, maybe you can get better. Who knows? <laughs> but our goal is to like at least maintain those, right? Yeah, so right. review, like just review some of the stuff from the course. Um, and then, maintain that test practice every week. And as far as writing goes, I would Go through the writing module again. You don't have to do all the practices, but just remind yourself of, yes, like I know how to do this, right? Like get some of that confidence back and then force yourself to go outside of the home, sit in a busy place, a cafe, something that is distracting and challenging and force yourself to sit down for an hour and produce the work that you need to. Okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, All right. I need to practice the timing—that's the key point, probably.
0: Yeah, and time yourself step by step, right? So for task one, like three minutes for planning, uh, fourteen minutes for checking, two to three minutes for proofreading. Or sorry, fourteen minutes for writing, two to three minutes for proofreading. Like, try and time yourself step by step, just to make sure that you're not like you're not overthinking on the brainstorm or you're losing out on proofreading, you know? So if you time yourself step-by-step step at first, I think that um, I think that will go towards the comfort of being able to fill that whole 60 minutes in like the best way.
1: Yeah. And once you start writing, you cannot go back. That's the, the thing because the timing is so tight. You, you just do With it in one... Yeah, at once. And that's it. Yeah, you can just make some correction, like some word or some mistake, like grammar mistakes, but you cannot change a whole paragraph or anything like that.
0: That's true. No, that's totally true. You can't, there's no room for self doubt, right? And I think that's true on every part of the exam. There is no time to go back. You know, I, I was just talking about this with a student this morning, the importance of always moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, like we can't, we can't second guess our answers on the listening and reading because most often, if you go back and change stuff, you're going to change it to the wrong answer. <laughs> so, like, there's, there's no space for going back. But I think that's good advice because I have seen some students who have tried to, like, rewrite their essay, like, on the exam. And so they end up with, like, a half-finished essay, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, yeah, there's, that's impossible. Um, all right, Emma. So you've, especially that this is your first attempt, I think these are amazing scores. And luckily, you know exactly like exactly what to fix and practice before your next exam. And three weeks is enough time for sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you very much for your help. Um, I think it's a great pleasure to prepare the IELTS with you. Like it's so much fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You just want to keep on doing it. (laughs) <laughs> well, Emma, maybe that's why you got a 6 cuz like subconsciously you're like, "Oh, I don't want to start stop studying IELTS." <laughs> maybe. I'm not sure though, but maybe. <laughs> I'm just joking. That would be terrible. Okay. (laughs) All right, Emma. So we have some clear plans moving forward, and I'm super confident because you're you're a total English rock star. Like you're so impressive. Um, So thank you so much for coming on the show today. I was super excited to have you on. Um, And if you have any questions moving forward, right? You're always in. You're always a member of the closed Facebook group, so you can ask it. Ask me anything at any time, all right? Okay, thank you very much, Jessica. <laughs> all right, cool, Emma. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, thank you. You too. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> bye.